1: It's a whole nother year. I don't think, you know, what we did, no one could take away from us. So in, in one way, you're not really defending it much. You know, it's kind of in the books, and, you know, they can't take away what we've done. It's really just a whole nother year and experience. You know, we got a chance to, to go out and play the 2021 20 team the best we possibly can.
2: That's Tom Brady on 2020, winning the title, trying to repeat his champs, but not defend it because it's theirs forever now that he didn't throw it to the Bottom of the bay, but people say,
1: Well, people say they, PK, they can't take it from it. Who is they? The big they. I mean, in yeah, this case, they they 31. Things, it means a lot of different things than it used to. So, 31 other NFL teams. But why would they? They always say they can't take it away from it. Who's taking it away well, from you?
2: Well, if you're defending something, then theoretically someone's trying to take it away from you. And his point is, no one's trying to take it away. It sits in the trophy case. But you hear that no all what. the
1: time. They can't take it away from us. The big they. They. Who's one's trying to take it away from you. Take away that one you won after you had that fumble against Oakland. Now that was bogus. Ha! <laughs> Snowball! But that's years ago. This one here. Tuck rule. Good to go, man.
2: Bucks are favored by 8.5 over the Cowboys. And, of course, it's all about Brady and the Bucs, but it is that other story. How is Prescott going to play coming off that horrific injury? Didn't see him in the preseason, but that's just the preseason. So who cares? I, I is he ready to go him, now? I, I seen him. He was oh, over there. Yeah, over there on the sidelines, standing there. Game kicks off tonight at 5.45. You will hear it right here on The Zone. It'll be on 97.5. Pre-game at 5.45. FM. Pre-game at 5.45. B's game will be over on 1280 the zone tonight. San Francisco 49ers coach Kyle Shanahan remains coy as to who his starting quarterback will be. Jimmy Garoppolo, all but confirmed he'll be under center Sunday against the Lions. I told you guys a long time ago I had a pretty good feeling about it. I kind of joked about it, but I always kind of knew where I stood and everything, and now it's official, I guess. Let the cat out of the bag. DJ and PK.
0: Hashtag college
2: football. It did. I think the Rose Bowl was electric. You know, obviously, you're playing a team from, you know, the SEC West and, you know, the reputation that they have and what a good football program it is. So our, our guys were excited about it. That's Chip Kelly on if he would call LSU a big win
1: for UCLA. Of course you would. Why wouldn't you? Now they gotta back it up See if they're uh, Really those Pansy blue guys (laughs) As soft Is that uh, Is that powder blue Well that was the big thing Uh, Oh no Sissy blue Not pansy Sissy blue Sissy Yeah That was uh, Ed Orgeron Yelled it to a fan Sissy blue It's the name of a good rock band Sissy blue Sissy
2: blue (laughs) Sissy blue Is playing tonight At the Sandy Amphitheater
1: if it's down in the L.A. area, I would jump on that. That's the rallying call. They made T-shirts on Sissy Blue. Move over, Vita Blue. We got Sissy Blue.
2: Well, they don't have to do anything this week. UCLA has a week off, so we got that going for them, which is nice. They'll play
1: Fresno in a couple weeks. Alabama head coach. Is it really nice, though, to have a bye in the third week of the season? Yeah, yeah, you nice. played the first week. Because
2: you don't worry about coming off the big win, having the letdown, and exactly what Nick Saban is worried about. Although he's got
1: Mercer, Nick's, so Nick's, he's just Nick screaming. About just to nothing. He just
2: Harking back to his rat poison comments 2017. Didn't think they came out prepared to practice Monday. Maybe it's what they read on social media or in the media when you or get whatever after one game, one half a game a
1: season. Have you. Have you... End up being predictable. There's people around here that are predictable. When something happens, you know how they're going to respond. And it's like, it, it, you can set your watch by it. So it's the same thing here. They think they're cutting edge and whatnot, but actually they're just completely and totally predictable. It would be unpredictable if they didn't respond this way. But when you respond this way repeatedly over a long sp- span of time, you're just totally tuned out. Nick went on and on. And nobody Completely paid attention. really upset about the way his team prepared for Mercer. Yeah, and no one's paying a lick of attention. No one believes him. They may be paying attention, but they don't believe him. They believe that they're going to run over these Mercer, whatever the heck they are. Bobcats. Bears. bears. Oh, well, close. And they're just going to... Well, bobcats aren't close to bears. Sure they are. No, they live in the wild. No. In the same hills and valleys. Dude, I've been <laughs> in the wild. You ain't been in the wild. You've been sheltered your whole life and you end up they're going to slaughter him so he's just he's talking to talk he's got to talk got to say something it's part of the thing
2: Texas chapter of the NAACP and a group of students have filed a federal civil rights complaint against the University of Texas for continued use of its school song The Eyes of Texas which has racist elements in its past the NAACP and students want the federal government to withhold funding from the university over the offensive disrespectful and aggressive use of the song do
1: it I say, do it, man. Do it. We can do whatever you want. Do it all. Do it all. Do everything you possibly can. Terry Brennan, a star
2: halfback on three unbeaten Notre Dame teams, who was hailed as a wunderkind when he succeeded Irish coach and great Frank Leahy, just 25 years old, has died. He was 93. Big chunk of Irish history there. DJ and PK.
0: Hashtag Major League Baseball. First pitch, Crawford hits a fly ball left field. Going back on Atopia all the way to the wall. It is gone! Brandon Crawford has tied the game with one swing. Hayward hits a drive into right field. It's got a chance! Cubs win the ball game.
1: Game-winning three-run homer, Jason Hayward. Cubs have won the ball game by a score of four to one.
0: Thank you to uh, the baseball writers, all but one of you, who voted for me, <laughs> and everyone, everyone, uh, everyone who, who covered me during my career.
2: Derek Jeter, he remembers PK, he remembers everyone who doubted him, and you tweeted about that. That hit home with you, didn't it? The doubters, yeah, including you
1: the doubters I watched it watched it live MJ was there Patrick Ewing was there Ahmad Rashad was there and of course many of the Yankee guys were there some of his buddies you could see them there sitting in the second row behind his uh, parents and his wife and two daughters and his sister and her husband look like her son their son in the front row there. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. I always try to watch it, and obviously this year it was a Wednesday instead of a a Sunday because of what happened last year. They didn't have it. He's cool, man. He is really cool. I don't know that he can create a winner in Miami, but he was just, he had a flair for the dramatic, the greatest defensive play I've ever seen in my life was him flicking that ball back to home plate to get the other Giambi out over there in Oakland. Just, just outstanding. Where did he
2: come from? Yeah, well. and a
1: flip on the dead run. Yep. On target. You've seen great catches in the outfield, and they're all impressive. Right. And you've seen great plays. at short where they go, and they've got this cannon arm, and they chuck it. Or there's some really nifty double play where he flips it out of his glove in the second baseman or shortstop, whatever it might be, turn it lightning quick. But I've never seen a play like that. Ever. And you're probably not going to either. It was absolutely amazing, man. And he was in... The uh, the, uh, the younger Jeremy, I think his first name was, is he was over the plate but he hadn't touched it yet nah. right the foot was actually coming down when posada makes the tag it's really just un staggeringly unbelievable unbelievable doesn't do it justice you gotta you gotta have another modifier in front of unbelievable unbelievably unbelievable and then for his 3,000th hit what How do you does he modify do? unbelievable like shockingly unbelievable I mean if it's unbelievable shocking is but if you want shocking, sure. His 3,000th hit was a home run, and he went five for five that day. He entered the day at 2995, and he goes four for four, and then he hits a home run for 3,000. And he talked about playing with his grandma growing up in West Milford, New Jersey. <laughs> You're damn right. Now that eventually they moved to Michigan, and that's where he went to high school in Kalamazoo and all that stuff. Jersey claims him. But, well, he wanted to play for the Yankees because he was as, as a really youngster. And then he does! He's the captain.
2: San Francisco Giants are the first Major League team to reach 90 wins this year. Is this the standings update? Four-run ninth inning. They beat the Rockies 7-4. to four. What's their lead? Two games. Cardinals beat the Dodgers 5-4. Dodgers gave one up there. A couple of weird games, the Orioles and the Padres. The Padres beat the Angels by scoring eight times in the second inning and then win 8-5. Darvish gets his first win in his last 11 starts. And Baltimore scored all nine of their runs in the eighth inning. No need to spread them out, guys. Just handle it all right here, and then we're done. They win well, 9-8 to
1: over the Royals. And the Royals had a great pitching performance, except for those eight runs in except that one inning. Except for those eight runs, man. <laughs> we were right there except for that eighth inning. I told you, down at Daily Breeze, they saved. We had all these stringers, these high schoolers or youngsters. would go out and cover, not high schoolers, but college kids would go out and cover uh, games, and it was, uh, I think Santa Monica played it's Palisades or something, and... Big game, and he started off the lead like, like Ali Frazier, like uh, the Yankees Red Sox. And he has like four of these qualifiers of, you know, these just titanic matchups. Uh, and he related to just a random... Palisades. Uh, and, ...high school game yeah, ba- in basketball. And then he had... And they controlled the game. Except for that time, Santa Monica went on a 22-2 to two run.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, what?
1: And They saved it in a file in the computer. And we'd break it out every few months <laughs> and everybody would just laugh. <laughs> Except for that 22-2 run. <laughs> Yeah. Legendary hoops program at Palisades High. Yeah, I don't I don't remember who, who played, but I just remember then I always think of that. You hear that. Well, except for that, you know, except that whatever for that eight run second yeah. or that nine run eight. <laughs> and what are you gonna apply it to just about any sport? Hmm. Bees open a series against the
2: Dodgers tonight, six thirty-five Smiths ballpark. Get your tickets at SLBs.com and listen to the action. On The Zone beginning at 620. It'll be on 1280 with the NFL game over on 97.5 The Zone. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There is no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up at 830 this morning, Lincoln Kennedy, Pac-12 Networks, Vegas Radio... Vegas Ra- I can't even say that. The Raiders radio analyst dropped the Las Vegas. Craig Boulderjack, TV voice of the Jazz at 9 o'clock. Pablo Musterini. Rail Salt Lake, interim coach at 9.30. Time to welcome in Dr. Justin Johnson from Premier Wave Medical. Doc, good morning.
3: Morning, how you guys doing? Good,
2: so Premier Wave, you got the... You got a machine that has been approved, and it has taken a long time. You've been waiting for this for a while.
3: Yes, yes, we finally got a machine that's been FDA-approved specifically for erectile dysfunction. It only took 10 years to get through the FDA process, but it's finally here.
2: And that is important. Why? What is special about this machine?
3: Well, this machine is very powerful. fact, It's twice as effective as any machine on the market. It penetrates five times the depth of the other machine so you can get a better treatment and just gives a better overall result.
2: So for people who maybe have have tried before and didn't get the results they wanted, this will be different then?
3: Yes, yes, because there's some areas that the other machines just can't reach that have uh, going to with the rectile dysfunction or vascular loss the vessels are pretty deep but this so the clinical has shown them to be twice as effective so we're running a special for all those who've actually tried the other machines tried the other places and not had a results we feel so confident that you'll get a good result with us that we will give you half
2: So for people who want to get a hold of you and get the uh, and get the discount offer, uh, w- website, phone number, how should they reach out to you? What's best?
3: Yeah, they can go to our website, which is premierwave.com. They can give us a call, which uh, our number is 385-360-WAVE, which is 9283, or they can go to Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. We have it all.
2: Dr. Justin Johnson, Premier Wave Medical. Reach him at premierwave.com. Thanks, Doc. Yeah,
0: thanks. It's game week for the Cougars,
3: down, down,
0: down. and the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. It
3: ain't over till it's over.
0: The Holy War is here. Kalani Sitake and the Cougars look to snap Utah's winning streak at Lavelle Edwards Stadium on Saturday. Your home for the best Holy War coverage is right here on the Zone Sports Network. <laughs> From Monday morning to the post-game press conference, nobody brings you better coverage of Cougar football than 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
2: Football Friday is presented by Stonehaven Dental. At Stonehaven Dental, they say yes. Yes to free exams and x-rays for new patients and flexible opponents. Say yes to great dental care. Visit StonehavenDental.com to schedule an appointment. Question of the morning. For Ute fans, how much of a thrill is it to beat your rival? Is it still a thrill? Or it's not a conference game and the long win streak and it's taking a little edge off it?
1: No. No what? It's taking no edge off it? Not in the moment. I think when you step back, yes, but in the moment... No, and I can only relate it to my situation, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm a devil fan. I don't, I don't deny that, but I don't go crazy. But I have to admit, when they're playing that game, when the game is on and it's the actual game itself, I really, really want those guys to lose. But overall, when I step back, I can handle it. But when they're playing at the time, so when that game, when that ball kicks off at a quarter to 10 Saturday night, I'm exaggerating by a couple hours there, but it seems like it. Uh, You really want it in the moment. And so maybe then afterward or leading up to it, especially in this situation since early in the season and the success of your season from the youth perspective will be if you win the south and then win that one game playoff to determine which the more i think about that one game playoff the more bogus it is but nevertheless that's the system we have yeah when my devils won it they won it twice outright uh, there was no one game playoff to determine whether you, you you you've won the conference. You you have nine games to determine it and now all of a sudden you got one. But that's the system we have. I think it's somewhat bogus, but nevertheless that's what we have. Well you don't mind it in the years when they both come in eight and one or eight and one
2: versus seven and two. But it's it's when it's eight and one and against a six and three or five and four team, horrible.
1: Well we know who the champ is. What are we doing here? Yeah, but at the same time too, back when the Devils won you The second time for sure, I think anyway, but uh, so maybe it wasn't for sure. You're playing everybody, so that determined it. Here, as we've spoken many times, SC doesn't play Oregon and Washington. Maybe playing Washington is actually a disadvantage, not an advantage. Right? Everything
2: everything we thought all summer went out the window. Yeah, (laughs) one afternoon
1: in Seattle. Yeah, so maybe not. You never really know until you get there and reflect back. but obviously that's going to determine. I mean you could lose this game Saturday night and if you go 9 and 0, I would take it. If you, in fact if you went 10 and 0, would you take a loss to BYU? Oh, you have to lose this game, but you're going to be 12 and
2: 1 after the Pac-12 Championship game. I'd take it. In a heartbeat.
1: I don't know that many Utes would. Are you serious? Especially the older
2: Utes. You'd give up the Pac-12 championship and your first trip to the Rose Bowl, maybe a playoff, but certainly to the Rose
1: Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think the the older Ute fans are steeped in this tradition. Well,
2: you might be onto something when you listen to what Matt says.
1: For Ute fans, how much of a thrill still
2: is it to beat your rival? And Matt says, to be totally serious, I enjoy beating BYU. BYU. To quote Conan the Barbarian, at which point I think you're not being serious anymore. To quote Conan the Barbarian on what is best in life. To crush your enemies. See them driven before you. And to hear the lamentation of their women.
1: I don't know what that would sound like. I've never heard lamentation of women.
2: Matt says, I say we keep punishing them. Make sure that no recruits anywhere west of the Mississippi are interested in going there. And that they come to Utah instead. Doug kept it a little more simple than that. No uh, 40-year-old movie quotes. Doug said, I almost forgot what it's like to lose to BYU. It's a good feeling. Which means he hasn't forgotten, which means he still wants to win. He's almost forgotten.
1: Well, you do have the qualifier there almost. You're right. But he hasn't quite. Exactly. Yeah, I can't disagree with those. That's, that's factual right there.
2: Brian, now Brian maybe would buy your 12-1 argument. There is nothing more thrilling than beating your rival. It makes the rest of the year more enjoyable. Well, if there's nothing more thrilling, winning the conference, winning the Rose Bowl, winning playoff game or games in the title, but if there's nothing to
1: you that's more thrilling,
2: well, well then, but see, he hasn't
1: experienced being in Pasadena January 1 sure. at 2.30 in the afternoon, so how would he know that? I know that. I was there. I've been there as... Uh, a writer and then I've been there way a thousand times more importantly as a fan and that day in 1987 was awesome so how can he relate to that because he hasn't hasn't been been there. there Give it a shot, and you will get a chance. I don't know that you'll win the game, but somewhere along the line, you're certainly going to get a chance. And I don't think you're going to have to be like Arizona and Cal and some of these schools that have waited 40, 50 years and still haven't gotten there. I think you will get there. Maybe this year, who knows? Uh, But I think you're going to get there at some point. Your your program is just too good not to, uh, and you've been knocking on the door. Eventually the door is going to get open, and I think it's probably going to be sooner rather than later. Uh, And then come back to me, and see how you feel. But I can understand your feeling now because you haven't been in that situation. And the great thing about that is that even though it is not what could be, but usually it's not a playoff game. It has been, obviously. It's been a national championship game. Uh, Usually when it's played on that afternoon, I think it's like a 2.30 kickoff our time, Mm Uh, you got that TV window to yourself. The NFL's gone. Oh yeah, nothing's it's, going on. It's the only football game on. God shines a sixty-five, seventy-degree day on that stadium. The air pollution is gone. It's amazing how that
2: happens. <laughs> it is. <laughs> if you've lived down there, you've been there when you're just like, oh, Pasadena is just choking on smog today.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's but not a, on January first. Yeah, in the winter more likely not to. So you can get that everything is just set up. It's so beautiful. The tailgating, the the burgers, the the quiche, whatever you're eating just turn taste that much better. And uh, it's it's just absolutely delightful. It really doesn't even compare to when your team plays a regular season game there, which in this case is every other year now. Uh, we'll see if it changes going forward, but for now it's been every other year. So with that in mind, That moment, I think, would supersede it. Hopefully, the Ute fans and the Ute program gets to do it. I think they will, as I say. Uh, But it is really fun to just own your rival. You talk about they can't take that away from you, as Tom Brady was saying. And that's the thing here. If the Utes win over a decade, they have that Crimson Club license plate. It's a decade of something or other support. I see it. Yeah. Uh, I know what you're talking about. I don't have the exact phrase either. But here it would be a decade of dominance, the double Ds. Who doesn't like double Ds? Hey, of <laughs> dominance. You're just freelancing. <laughs> Word association for PK. I well, like the other day. You stumbled into that one. I stumble into everything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you stumble into it. Okay, not everything. You're right. Not everything. You think about for all the people who like, PK's just in there talking out the side of his neck. I'm
2: like, you have no idea how much he reads and watches. I read and watch a lot, and sometimes you're telling me stuff I don't know. And I'm thinking, how much stuff is he reading and watching to come up with that? You take, I'll, I'll give you an example. You take, and this is one where I'm not surprised because I just know you work at this harder than I do because you're the one who's going. pac 12 Media Day. You read so much about every team in the conference. Way more than our audience needs you to. But you're prepping for the coaches who are sitting down, and the players too, but especially the coaches so that they know, hey, I'm not just some lightweight from Salt Lake who doesn't know anything, just, you know, total hayseed down here. I'm following this. And you get better answers out of a lot of coaches oh, that's for when sure. they know. Yeah, 100% Not, not sure. all, because some of them are just awesome all the time. They just, I'm selling. I don't care if this guy knows what he's doing or not. And other coaches are just cranky, and just Chip Kelly when he's Oregon, you weren't you you weren't prying anything good out
1: of him. He didn't want to be there, no. But for a lot of coaches, kind of like, oh, well, this guy's paying attention. Yeah, there's no question if they know that you know, (laughs) if you're prepped,
2: they'll acknowledge it. Which
1: ultimately is for the listener. Yes, and it's it's a labor of love. I appreciate you saying that. It's a it's an absolute labor of love to do that because I would I was joking with my buddy in my golf league the other day. We were talking about it Uh, I was telling him how I got to bed at 4 in the morning and the prior week I was getting up at 4.30 to take the 16 year old to driver's ed and we were laughing he says well yeah so I mean you had a longer drive but you'd still be up late because you'd be watching the game anyway (laughs) yeah you're absolutely right I would I mean something that I'm very much interested in but there are times
2: people say something and you're like that's going to be good tomorrow (laughs) you know (laughs) you know where
1: you're going sure but a lot of it is just nonsense off the cup cuff I should say and here a decade of dominance that has a ring to it in fact I would get people I would encourage all you I don't know is there is there such a thing as a youth entrepreneur obviously BYU I mean they just turn them out and just crank them out they Um, have the graduation that they have each year they have it for everybody else who's not an entrepreneur and they have it in the Marriott Center because it's smaller but for all the entrepreneurs they have it in Lavelle Edwards Stadium because they need a much bigger venue because they just crank out the entrepreneurs. Are they you 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 entrepreneurs? You you get you uh, entrepreneurs. Let's hear from you. How you hanging on? Where are you? And I, Monson's been texting me, so I know he's up this morning. So that's for him. Uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Gordon. Oh, tweet <laughs> Tweet Gordon if at all possible.
2: That's that's, that's a
1: <laughs> Oh, you could take it. <laughs> he's a good sport about that. Uh, he's reveled in it. It's a funny moment. You got it. The, the, the more you run from it, the bigger it is. The more you embrace it. The, the less of a deal it is. It is. And everybody just laughs at it. Ah, well, it happens. So big, big deal. It's just a moment in time. We've all screwed up uh, left and right.
2: How about this one from Larry right here? Larry says, there is no joy when we win. It's expected. Only relief that we didn't screw it up and lose to a team with inferior talent. That's not true. When you pile on that hard at the end, you're telling me it's really important. And there's absolutely joy when they win. Kyle walking up the ramp with nine fingers up, there's joy. Look at the youth players going across the field. Especially the in-state guys, but all of them.
1: Watch Nick Ford after the game. He's going to soak it up. Well, I assume Nick is going to go to the NFL, and now it's like an added importance that very few have had to where you get out of there saying, I never lost to those guys. Yep, absolutely. And you don't want to be the one, particularly uh, in this case, if you're going to leave. And Nick, everybody got the year back, so what is he, a junior? I don't know what his thoughts are. If he gets the opportunity to play in the NFL, he probably should take it. Uh, And at this point my guess is he'd have his degree because he's been there long enough. He's a smart kid Uh, I Talked to him as a freshman when I found out he went to Pedro high where I lived And so he talked about how he had interest in the medical field Well, uh, I think he's got interest in the NFL field (laughs) and you know, you can stand to make a a ton of money here next season Uh, so I Think it's real important for these guys to roll out of there without having lost that 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 says something. You talk about stuff they can't take away from you. When I played, we dominated the rivalry, and now going forward, we will have Big Twelve versus Pac twelve, and we will get to yeah. that coming up at eight o'clock. We'll, 8:00. Don't we'll worry. have that, and and you know everybody's bringing their national stuff. Well, I, I haven't I haven't tweeted anything about it because part of the deal that I made was I couldn't. I'll give you information, but I don't want to see it on Twitter. Okay. Fine. So I haven't tweeted Jack about it. But you've talked about it on the air for a long time. Yeah. It's going to happen.
2: (laughs) Everybody, literally, barring some last minute spiel. Everybody believes that at this point, but people. I believed it three weeks ago. But the people, right. But (laughs) for this three weeks and for the whatever time here, every drip of info, people are going to. Report it, because great. that's what they do.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you haven't heard anything from me, because I've been sort of unofficially, contractually obliged not to. And that that was well, a good deal to make. We'd have, yes, we'd rather have stuff for the radio show yeah. than for Twitter. Right. Yeah, and I've got more information we can share at a, at a, a time heretofore appointed. Uh, does that mean in the next segment, or does that I mean like in, in a couple of days? I don't know. Well, I can share it. I, I,
2: I don't know if you can talk about it now or if it's something. I, I have to figure it out yet. All right, fine. Then. I'm going to tell you what. Another. There's no joy when we win. It is expected only relief that we didn't screw it up and lose to a team with inferior talent. When you pile on that much at the end, it makes you
1: think. It makes me think you really care. There's no joy in Weber State. Agreed. Washington, there would have been no joy. There's tremendous misery. And especially if the game ends up being close. Like, I'm thinking there wasn't a whole lot of joy in Eugene. Because you needed a fourth quarter comeback to beat Fresno, and you're talking about playoff. To go, what's-his-face, Jimmy Mora. Playoffs? Yeah. So I think that was relief. And I think you get it in the NCAs when you get a 2 and a 15 and it's pushed right to the end. Uh, when... Uh, I'm going to go way back here. When the Utes, uh, the Van Horn senior year, there was no joy when they beat SMU. Yeah, there was relief. Yeah, but there was a ton of joy when they beat New Mexico, Mexico, which had multiple NBA players on the court. Same situation 24 hours later, buzzer beater. One, the old man lights into him. The other time, he's hugging everybody. So there is difference. I get what he says. There's some games that there is relief versus joy, and I think, but I don't think it's in this rivalry. And I think if you're a Ute now, a player, a coach,
2: I think they're looking at BYU thing. And if we play well, we're going to win the game. But if we don't play well, these guys have beaten USC. Kalani's teams beaten Arizona three times, and they're beating teams in the Pac-12 South. South. If we don't play well, they're going to win the game. We'll be in trouble. So we got to play well. And I think once you put that approach into a game, then there's joy when you pulled it off. Because we played well, we did it. But if you're playing a big sky team, you're thinking, yeah, if we come with a B-minus, C-plus effort, it'll be ugly, but we'll still
1: win. And that's good enough, yeah. And I think for BYU, or Utah, should say that it's important not only, obviously, to play well to win, but it's got to start getting some momentum. Not that they don't have it, but you got to keep it going. Because you've got some massive games coming up in less than a month. What's today's date? The ninth. One friggin' month from today, you are in the Coliseum. I hope that's right. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> October 9th. So dramatic. I mean, I might have been the 10th or something. <laughs> it's October 9th, my brother's birthday. Okay, yeah. Nailed that's, it! That's just huge!
2: That's gigantic! Which means you get two weeks to the conference opener. So, to your point,
1: yeah, so you, got, you, you gotta get it going. Got to be per- Not that they're not getting it anyway. going, but you got this is the time of year. Now's the time, man. Right. And because is, I think both of these ga- two games, these next two weeks, I don't really have a feel for the Aztecs. I'm just going on, they can't suck that bad when they were winning 10 games just a couple years ago. They still just have people in the program. We'll get to it next week. But if you come out and lay an egg, you could probably lose to both of these teams, which would just be awful. And I don't think it's going to happen by any stretch. But it's the not just beating BYU. I can argue that for BYU, there'd be a bigger sense of relief. Than there would be for Utah.
2: Winning. Well, there'd be, I could see where where BYU Joy fans Joy and relief. Yes, exactly. It'd be the
1: whole stew, man. They'd be feeling all the It would emotions. be unbelievably unbelievable. The what? Huh? <laughs> and the Utes, you're going, a typical Utes, you're going for double D. You're going for a decade of dominance. Bring that around again. <laughs> To the you forefront. Can,
2: you can channel surf. We will get into it next week, but you can channel surf. Uh, we can draw a couple conclusions from San Diego State's opener, but they're playing Arizona on the Pac 12 network at 8 o'clock. So, commercial breaks. You can drop in and see how that thing's going if you want to scout the next game, you'd fans. And since they're playing Arizona, a little measuring stick since we, oh, yeah, for sure. we saw them against see, BYU see in the I'm, opener. How good the Cats can be. You got them later in a year in Tucson.
1: Arizona's a two-point favorite in that game. I think it's November 13th. <laughs> November 13th. And in four days, I'm going to be pumping that game up in two months. Check and make sure it's the 13th. <laughs> I'm doing that. You know who I am. Nailed it!
2: Wow, you get on me about this I schedule. The I day. couldn't even remotely start telling you what games are on what dates and Future It's much 12 football, brother.
1: Go play intramurals, Thank brother. you, yes. I did play intramurals 80 years ago, but now... <laughs> I, I did, too. <laughs> I have Utah's schedule memorized. I don't need to look it up. Down to the date? The order of games I totally get, but uh, not down to the date. Okay, but I had been traveling. I don't think I'm going this year, but I had been traveling, so I knew the dates. Just in case you have to go to Tucson in November. You know, just in case. I would love to. If they're love, nine and zero. I love doing Pac-12 <laughs> football. It's if my, they're it's nine my and zero, f- favorite thing. Rethink the plan and pl- plus two. You're in and out. It's not a big trip. My wife, the old lady, comes with me, and although I usually just leave her in Phoenix, she did. Uh, she did come down to Tucson for the Utah State bowl game, right? Yes, yeah, and that was a ton of fun. We were just talking about that the other day. How much fun that was.
2: DJ and PK, Catch 975 and 1280 The Zone. We're talking football with Lincoln Kennedy, both college and NFL. He joins us at 8:30 right here on 975 at 1280 The Zone.
0: Now, let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. The head coach of BYU, Kalani sotaki Even if coaches did handle it the same, wouldn't you expect your players to kind of feel the emotion of this game and handle the week differently?
3: Yeah, coaches may say, hey, it's just another game, but the truth is everything else outside of them says it's different, right? So the way the fans handle it, it's way different. So I say let's just embrace it and let's have fun with it, man. If we go into it saying, hey, this is just another game, that sounds great on paper and in print, but the truth is, we know those guys. There's a lot of guys on this team that are really familiar with him, that are friends with him. Like me and my little brother, TJ, were playing here, and our oldest brother was playing at the U. So that makes a difference. And So why would you ever try to change that? The fans know each other. They're in the same households. So let's just have fun with the whole experience.
0: Hanson Scotting. Weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone, in the Zone Sports Network.
2: DJ and PK in the morning, proudly presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Well, what did
1: Kyle just say right there? Yeah, I don't see much of an advantage. It's, uh, even what they're doing is quite a bit different than what we did here when he was here. And so, again, it's kind of like the, the same answer about the players. It's not really a, a big impact. I'll tell you why it's a huge impact for BYU. Because? And I'll tell you right now. Just thinking about this. I was talking about Saturday before the game. My buddy Sean Walker there at KSL.com does a great job covering the Cougars. Aaron Roderick, from the BYU perspective, maybe I'm not disagreeing with what Kyle is saying from the Utah perspective, but Aaron Roderick, when was the last time BYU hired an offensive coordinator who had been an offensive coordinator and it wasn't a, an entry level position into coordinating? Go back. Old man, young man. <laughs> when was the last time they hired a coordinator who had coordinating experience at the college level? Do you count: Robert Well and when and I came stint? back the second time, and that doesn't count. Okay. Oh. So if,
2: you're, if, you, if that doesn't count, you're pushing back to the Lavelle era and we're back But Norm the... was an offensive coordinator for the first time, right? Yeah, he, he, he yeah. hadn't been an .OC before he got the job that, at BYU.
1: That pushes back to the '80s.. That's a massive difference. you got somebody who's got years of experience. And, and having Norm do it then, I didn't follow it the way I do now, obviously, but I'm guessing he was pretty good because I know the team was pretty good. So it's not like you literally need to be that in order to be that. Because I think Jeff Grimes Someone did a good job, first... but he had like 25 years of experience. Somebody getting their first shot can be very good. But, but none the if they've less, got a ton of experience in the right. program and can step up, like Kyle his was a head coach, although it took him a couple years. And if you listen to Bronco, Bronco will tell you that I and this is this is a virtual quote. I had no idea what I was doing that first year <laughs> as a head coach. Well Kyle would never uh second that just probably because Bronco
2: that's said not, it. <laughs> well <laughs> but, that's not his way either. But Bronco, but Kyle's first game was against Arizona and they won it. And he's opening his post-game remarks with, whew, man, I had no idea those games were that long. Because he was dialed into the whole game, whereas when you're a defensive coordinator, yeah. you go over and work with your guys, and the offense is doing their thing. But,
1: and that's it's not your job. You're over there with the defense. And so it's a different feeling. That's why I think the hire, the hire of Aaron Roderick... I'm not saying he's the greatest offensive coordinator ever. He's probably not even the greatest one at that school when you're looking and talking about Norm Chow and some of the other guys that Lavelle Edwards had uh, earlier in the days. We know about those guys, Tolner and guys who, uh, what's his face, uh, the Seattle guy, Holmgren. Holmgren, back yeah. school. Yeah, I mean, those guys were highly accomplished and went on to do great things. Uh, so, and A Rod's young enough that he can still go on and continue to do great things. But I think it's really important that they, when they make these hires, that they're not entry level stuff anymore. Especially as you're going into Big Twelve, because the other guys aren't doing it. And and I had uh, some people, uh, I don't want to give out names here, but in recent history at Utah. During the games, I'm getting texts from other coaches saying that man, they're just eating alive. This coordinator, these this 30 year defensive coordinator. Whatever you do, he's matching it and making you He's a step ahead. uh, Yeah. You just you can't discount experience. Especially in the in the moment when you've got to come up with this stuff. The play
2: clock is ticking. Yeah. And you gotta get it in.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: You got to call it down to a guy, and he's got to signal it in. They got to tell the huddle the pressure's on.
1: I think it's a big deal to have somebody who's been there and been in the hot seat. Yeah, yeah. I think the I think the way Kyle was answering it was basically an old Ron
2: McBride quote: "Like the film doesn't lie; it's all on film." So whether the coordinator was the play caller was in our program or not, we know what you're doing. Yeah, he, he was film, addressing a different aspect.
1: Right, the film doesn't lie. Right, so that's why I'm not disagreeing with what he's saying. He's right about that, but I'm just saying from the BYU perspective. I was thinking about this the other night. Because
2: I thought the way you were going to go with it when you started in was the fact that they're having some consistency on offense. So all these guys, oh, that's they're true not, too. Yeah, they're not breaking someone new in in game two. That the quarterbacks have been in the system, and the O line, everybody's on the same page. They know the drill. They didn't start at square one here. And that pays off. And I think we've seen it pay off at the U. Because when Kyle's going through an O.C. every couple of years and everything's changing, that's not helping guys progress. No, it's stalling it. Yeah, for sure. And, And some of what happened with Travis Wilson is, you know, players have to own how they play and all that. But there just comes a time when you have to acknowledge this player Travis Wilson at the U, Alex Smith at the Niners, is not being helped because there's always a different voice in their ear, different terminology, you know, just a different way of looking at the game.
1: Yeah, and I think too here that, that the coaches that they hired this year had a lot of experience. This is not an entry level position at BYU football anymore. You need to get guys who have been around. And can walk into the room, whatever room it is, mm. and have credibility because they've got a track record. So they've got to get away from hiring first-time guys. That—that's what so, SUU and Dixie and some of these other so places. The in, that's what they're in, for.
2: Independence, and yeah, the number—the number of good coaches that pass through SUU—that's—that's <laughs> that's actually pretty impressive when you start counting up. Kalani's on the list. So is A-Rod. Gary Anderson's on the list, right? There, there are a lot of guys who went to SUU for a while and then
1: ended up... What do they say? Cut your teeth? Is that the expression? Yeah, your cut teeth. your teeth. Yeah, I mean, that's important. That's that's what we expect but going out to of the, those places. But going to the Big 12,
2: those schools have the money where they're not hiring coaches who are no, cutting their teeth. No, no. So this is
1: going to ratchet everything up. You go out and you take up golf. Well, you don't go play at Pebble Beach your first round. You're just going to get in the way. Go to the driving range. Go to the the places that you know aren't as uh, expensive and where we know mulligans wherever it might be. That's what those, go to the nine hole muni course. Those <laughs> and those things. That's what they're there for. And so if you go there and you're this accomplished golfer and somebody's hacking it up, well, it's on you. Right. They need a place to play, and those what that's what those places are for.
2: DJ PK, and we're doing joined by Doctor Justin Johnson, Premier Wave Medical, and Doc. You have got a uh, you've got something you haven't had for a few years. You've been waiting for this, and you think it's going to make a different for, difference for all your clients.
3: Yes, we just got a new uh, machine that's FDA approved specifically for erectile dysfunction. So all the other machines out there are not specifically. FDA approved for this, but this one is. It's gone through ten years of research and shown to be as twice as effective. So, speaking of golf, by the way, I'm here up here at Wasatch Mountain playing some uh, playing some golf myself. So,
2: <laughs> all right. So, uh, explain to people why this is twice as effective as uh, as the old acoustic wave therapy options.
3: Well, what happens is this has much more power so you need less uh, energy delivered to the area you're treating and also it penetrates five times deeper so there's blood vessels and such that are connected to the erectile dysfunction that cannot be reached with the other machine but this machine does reach them because it penetrates almost seven inches which is plenty of area to reach the areas we need to be treated
2: all right so uh, you know you know our listeners always love a deal you got a deal for people today
3: yes yes in fact we feel so confident about this treatment option that if anyone's tried any other treatments, any other clinics and haven't gotten the results they want we feel so confident this will work that we will give them half off all of our treatment uh specials half off
2: all right there it is if you tried and failed another clinic you can switch now to premier wave medical and get a 50 percent discount what's the best way for them to contact you
3: Call us at uh, 385-360-WAVE, which is 9283, or they can go to our website, which is premierwave.com. Or hook us up on Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok.
2: Dr. Justin Johnson, Premier Wave Medical. Thanks, Doc.
3: Yeah, thanks. Take care.